Louder! And it's time for the Gore and More Podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking in and head in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear, we'll never part. Going on a ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. Ooh, and welcome to a very spooky episode, Gorehounds of the Gorenmore Podcast. I am the not so mean fluff master supreme, Big Johnny D, bringing this shit show in. However, I do not bring this shit show in alone. For with me, as always, are my beloved horror homies. Started off with that Chad Daddy, the Dark Lord of Knowledge, Mr. Chad Chrisman. What's up, bitches? And I'd like to say, boy, the ending of that friggin' trailer came up real quick, didn't it? It's just like, I <laughs> we're, almost, we're almost, almost not ready. No, I wasn't ready at all. <laughs> it's like, it's not over. If I didn't have that load bar, I would have never known. Uh, <laughs> and the killing machine, the meat mountain, Mr. Bobby Amone. What's up, peoples? Yeah, welcome to, once again, this awesome episode. Today is November 21st, 2022, and, well, we have a eye-popping episode today. That's right. But first, as always, we're going to talk about what the fuck we did in the last weekend. However, I am going to say, if you haven't noticed already, unfortunately, we do not have our <coughs> beloved Scuba Steves. No. Uh, he's actually chilling at his mama's house. It so, it's a very full crowd out. Yeah, Bobby's... He tried his best, damn it. I know, I know. Internet connection just wasn't cooperating. He'll probably be here in the chat. But he said he would, yeah. Luckily, he kicked his own ass and he sent a variant over. So, variant, variant Steve, if you could <laughs> please. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for your <laughs> Thank you, Scuba. Always makes oh, me right. hungry for pizza. Yeah, no, I, I just had pizza yesterday for football and I'm like, it looks so good. He picks so cheesy, good, nice good. and stretchy okay. months. So, Chad, Daddy, buddy, how you been? I have been well, thank you. You know, not much is new around here. You know, just kind of doing, still doing the stay-at-home dad life. Uh, I didn't get a chance to really game much this weekend. We were pretty busy. Because, um, dude, no, fucking Thursday night, I got like almost no sleep. So I went to bed early Friday. I just had so much trouble falling asleep. And I think I got, my Fitbit said I got like a low of four hours of sleep. So I went to bed at a decent time Friday and doing a gaming. Uh, I've actually been playing another game right now called Deathloop. Ooh, how is, is that? It takes some getting used to. It's hard at first until you figure out how. Because what you do is the, the, the point of the game is you keep dying over and over again. And the day resets mm -hmm. itself. And you're supposed to learn from it. But the only problem is whenever you die, excuse me, the day resets itself, you lose all your equipment. Until you figure out you need a certain item that binds the equipment to you so that you can keep them. So it takes uh -huh. a while to get to that level. And then once you start doing that, you can start getting better weapons, upgrading them. And right now I have this fucking awesome laser. It just fucking disintegrates people as soon as it hits them. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So it's it's gotten a lot easier. So I've been playing that. I didn't get, like I said, I didn't get a chance to play any Ghostbusters this weekend. I played that more than anything. Uh, Friday night, had a little get together at the in-laws with uh, some friends of ours. And we just sat around and played cards all night. Nice. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. And the wife got drunk. <laughs> Hell yeah. Good for drunk, her. Drunk Steph is such a blast. She's hilarious. Good for her. That has to be seen live. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, she's so funny. Though. She just drops F-bombs left and right. Funniest shit ever. 
Oh, yeah. uh, so let's see. Oh, and unfortunately, yesterday did more Christmas decorating, and the tree is up, but not decorated. Okay. I'm, not I'm, decorated. I'm, I, 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 set, I, I set my foot down on that. We're not decorating till I think the wife said we'll do it Wednesday night. I mean, I'm going to say this. I'm okay with it because it is the week of Thanksgiving. So for me, it's it's okay. I can get there. And at least, and we we have cool, fun ornaments. We don't have like the just the, like the Christmas bulbs and the Christmassy ones. I have, you know, Gizmo from Gremlins. I have a Godzilla on there. We got some cool stuff. Yeah, we got cool. Our, ours is like a nerdy tree. The wife has Harry Potter. So yeah, we got some cool shit going on there. Okay. Okay. Yo, did you guys Heather? Have I, you, I don't really have any horror. Wait, no, I do have a Jason. Last year she so, got me a Jason. It has like a. Christmas lights wrapped around it, but I don't know where it is. And we didn't get it to use it last year because it came after Christmas. Yo, there's these new ornaments out at Hallmark, and I usually don't go ornament hunting by any means. However, and I don't, I apologize if I brought this up on the show before and I forgot. Stoner memory. Um, but they brought out these new ones that are the Sega Genesis and the Super Nintendo. And the mm-hmm. Super I've Nintendo lights up and it plays Super Mario World theme song, which that's my fucking jam and then the Sega and the genesis one, does sonic it's awesome yeah and of course it does the beloved sega mm-hmm. which i'm like i, I want wasn't that the sega boy but i still See, I want I've, I've still got my genesis down both, the basement dude. i want them both that's all i, I want to, they have a caroling gremlin for the tree this year too i, I want that. did see that that's I cool need that. i need to stop over at hallmark but the problem is man them shits are expensive. Like I did see yeah. the Genesis one at Kohl's, and I was like, mm. but for some reason I said no because I want the both of them. <laughs> have you have you seen have you seen the Hallmark ornaments they have at Walmart? Uh like the cheaper uh, ones? Yes. Yeah. Because they got, have a really cool they have a, a they have a VHS of like Gremlins. They have like a VHS reproduction of Gremlins, Jaws, all sorts of cool ones. No nice. Yeah, I got a mini puff there from last year because I got the actual like Hallmark mini puffed one as well. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. But sorry, I didn't I mean to go like side tangent. No, no, that's all right. No, no, that's fine. Uh, but yeah, I, I ran it on long enough. Bobby, what's new with <clears> you, brother? Uh, me? Not so much. Uh, Friday, me, my girlfriend, and a few friends of ours, uh, we did go to see Wakanda Forever. And, I mean, I enjoyed it. You know, I mean, it had some boring moments, but for me, enjoyed it. So, I think it was a good movie. I mean, I think there were some parts that were a little maybe unnecessary. But, uh, you know, whether you see it at home or see it in theaters, I think it's still worth the watch, to be honest with you. Right and on. So, <clears throat> Saturday, uh, we went and had lunch with a friend of mine, and then me and my girlfriend just basically chilled out for the night. We went and had dinner by ourselves and just chilled. That's it. There, there wasn't much else. We were having a night to ourselves. And then Sunday, we came back to my house, and I, I'm now on the Ghostbusters thing. So, yeah, yeah fucking man, that game is so much fucking fun. By the way, I have a... um. A PlayStation 5, so if anybody wants to find me and play online, let me know. I'll give you my information and all of that. And then, I'll add to the show, buddy. Yes. And then I was just chilling out, basically watching football with my friends. That's about it. And then I got to watch this movie. That was it. It was a very simple weekend for me. Uh, Johnny? Well, let's see. What the fuck did I do? Um, oh, well, I actually uh, hung out with my brother-in-law and my buddy. And we went to a Terrifier double feature Friday. How was that? Nice. Cool as fuck. So it was at this place called The Most, which is the Museum of Science and Technology. Uh, and I haven't been there since I've been a kid, dude, like for a principal's honor old trip from fucking like middle school, right? So back even then, and it's the same place, dude. I was so happy. They had, um, I don't know exactly what the, it's, it's a dome, right? It's not. 
a uh, it's not one where you would like go see like you know the stars and shit, but it's like a two thirds dome like an IMAX. So it was IMAX before IMAX came out. If that makes fucking sense, like this gotcha. shit. But it's not like unfortunately, like the newer IMAX is like it feels like the seats are way more up and this and the screen is like down, kind of you know if anybody who's been there like kind of more down. Where this one, like the seats go up the hill, but then like the curvature of the screen literally is exactly the same with the seats. So like we went to the middle, we're like, all right, that, that shouldn't be too bad. And we were like, <laughs> I, I, I don't like walking like the movie, the top of the movie had a curvature to it. I'm like, I don't, I, I don't know if I like that. So we ended up going to the fucking tippy top. Now, mind you, the two homies with me are literally like averaging. We're both, we're all the same height. So we're all large men. <laughs> and uh so let's just say like knees were going each different way from each other because they weren't the biggest seats either you know they're they're older but whatever but and it was hot as fuck up there and despite all that it was awesome as hell because i haven't watched the first terrifier solidly in over a year so there was a lot i forgot which was fantastic in the second one Oh my god, I'm pissed Scoob is here right now because Scoob's has seen it. And I'm not trying to I'm not gonna drop any spoilers by any fucking means. So Funny good, is it? so good, I'm, isn't it? I was gonna watch it the other day. I got ready for it. I sat in I actually watched All Hallows Eve, by the way, last week, which I've never seen before. Mm, awesome. Which was really a lot better than I expected, but in all honesty, my favorite segment was the one that had nothing to do with art, was the 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 alien. That was your favorite one? I like That's the alien. Yeah. It, wasn't my, it wasn't my favorite though. I, it, 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 I, just, I love a good alien invasion movie like that. I actually like the weird, like, devil spawn one in the beginning. That was cool. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so thoughts on Terrifier 2 with no spoilers because Chatty hasn't seen it. Um, Scoobs, and I believe you guys remember, Scoobs says the last 30, bana- 30 minutes goes full bananas. Mm-hmm. I would argue. No, that entire fucking <laughs> movie is bananas. <laughs> It's not just the last 30 fucking minutes. There's, I am still, this is Monday, and I saw this Friday. I am still wrapping my head around what the fuck I saw <laughs> well, with that movie. And I'm like, I haven't wanted to go right back yet to watch. Because, dude, it's almost a three-hour fucking movie. I know. Which I was like, with a double feature, and that already started. I, my old man ass was like, oh, man, dude. Like, I was fighting the itis a little bit during the first fire. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, this isn't good. Um, that movie was, it was cool. It was, it was way more solid of a movie. I still do like, I, I thought I had it figured out so many different times and I was fucking wrong on everything, dude. Nice. So like, and I, like I said, I'm still putting it together. I'm like, I don't know. Now they always mentioned that they want it to be a trilogy, but I don't know if that necessarily considered all Hallows Eve. So I'm assuming they're, might actually be a third terrifier. No, I, um, no, I think there's going to be a third terrifier because they're already talking about it. Yeah, yeah, because they were so, they weren't expecting this to be as successful. So now they're like, now this puts us forward for a third one. Word. Um. Oh, I will say, like, as awesome and like over the top this movie was, I still am going to give it hands up due to the first one. Because nothing still touches the saw to the vagina scene, dude. It doesn't. I I, 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 I don't know. I find that 
Are you serious? Nothing, so, dude. Yes. No. I don't know that bedroom scene in this movie. I don't know. That's fucking and now horrendous. Maybe, now, this could be awesome. I Because you, a lot of times I like watching movies by myself because I feel like I'm not getting that vibe off the audience where I might laugh a little harder than I normally would. But I don't know if it was just because, like, I've never really hung out with my brother-in-law, but he loves fucking horror movies and everything shit, too, right? Mashed potatoes, fucking baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yes. No, see, even that was like, I laughed at that. That was laughable to me. Everything. I'm not trying to spoil anything for fucking uh, Chad Ed either. I'll try, and, I'll try and watch it tomorrow morning um, after I send the kids to school. But, like, there was part, and I even questioned it. I was like, are we fucked up? And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, bro. The three of us were laughing way more than anybody else were at a lot of those fucking scenes. (laughs) But there did get to some points in these scenes where it went like it was full on laughable. And then the scene just kept going. And then it just wasn't laughable anymore. And everybody was just like silent watching. You're like, oh, okay. (laughs) But I I, still a great movie. Um, It's just nowhere near i expected it to go by any fucking means and i think i want you to see it so bad chad eddie because there's so much shit i want to talk about and just saying on the nerd aspect of it i need it'll be in the rotation this week guarantee listen you watch it yo we need to nerd out on it for an episode where 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 all right so then yes did that did a bunch of gaming because it was cold and windy as fuck. <clears throat> so I didn't go anywhere this weekend besides dude, that. Dude, it was like 11 degrees here this morning. It was horrible. Oh, it was but then it, it shot up to almost 40. And oh, Thanksgiving's nice. going to be 51 here. It's going to feel like fucking summer. Hell yeah. Which, by the way, uh, happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there that in yes. America. Hey, uh, that's right. Happy early Thanksgiving. Um, okay. So on that, and then I watched this movie for the first time, which I was very happy to see. Oh, oh my God. Sorry. Before I go back, going back to the double feature, because this thing, okay, so this was put on by a uh, thing called Reckless Cinema, right? And two weeks ago, they did the Beyond in Pieces. So I walk in, dude, and in the lobby, they're selling posters and shit. So they had Terrifier posters. It's like local artists made them and shit. It was cool as fuck, right? It was almost like a little weird little like con table. Bro, they had legit, they had a original wrapped pieces poster 160 bucks dude i saw that thing and i'm just like it's like i can't spend that much but it looked so good and then they had beyond posters and shit dude and i was like do i buy a poster for a movie i've never even seen but maybe (laughs) really cool because the poster looked awesome Um, yeah man it was cool as fuck but the trailers they showed beforehand they were a mix of some newer stuff like i saw the i saw that uh the hell's kitchen the movie trailer oh the menu yeah it actually looks pretty fucking good i was like okay bob was right it is a horror movie way off way off base still not wrong on hell's kitchen the movie though that's that's, i love that (laughs) but then they had some other so they had the trailer twice, but they had the Italian trailer for the first one, and then for the second one, they had the American trailer for like uh, Cannibal Holocaust, and it was like the really long, like seven-minute trailer. Oh. So you're just seeing titties. You see the whole movie. You're like titties, and there's the killing of the turtle. And there's all such shit. And then we watched some other fucking movie, dude. 
that was like i feel like that should be on lights camera exploitation movie personally because like i don't even but it was like some hippie was trying to like start some commune and like with a bunch of other hippies and it was just like all i remember in the trailer was just stupid like people in their underwear a lot of titties one dude just slapping the shit out of some chick ridiculously and oh my god dude like i feel like hey speaking of speaking of boss hey, man, there he is boss man would have been in his like fucking pure joy with it i was dying dude it was <laughs> hilarious but i i would have never saw him that shit had like so and i don't know if these are movies that are coming up that they're going to be showing like actually at these events or not i'm assuming possibly probably but they actually showed the new um oh my goodness i i apologize don't care what's the newest one the guy from the guy who did the fly cronenberg yeah what do you know is no the name of the movie though do you know it uh, i saw the trailer for the, i saw the trailer for that fantastic looking dude i think it's on hulu so i might have to check that wait i think out. i saw it too but now i can't remember yeah now i can't remember it's uh like they take out uh parts of people they take out like organs and shit and like fuck with your emotions because of it and everything like that dude it looks boss man the future. The future. thank you boss man yes dude it looks fantastic i suggest everybody check out the trailer and then see go from there fucking hate it but enough of that we are here to talk about 1981's the beyond yeah. which was my pick and yes, i had was. no idea even what the fuck i was picking i just saw the description and i was like fuck yeah dude let's run with this shit because it sounds cool so this shit was uh released april 29th 1981 and i'm gonna give you a, the tiniest plot rundown but that's okay a young woman inherits a old hotel in louisiana where following a series of supernatural accidents she learns that the building was built over one of the entrances of hell. Dun, dun, dun. Simple mm. enough. Yeah. We have directed by Lucio Falci, the man himself, who did Zombie and City of the Living Dead, which I need to watch, according to Chad Daddy. You'll love it. Written by, and I apologize, <clears throat> Dardano, Sacchietti, Demons, that, and yeah. Killer Crocodile. Did I get it, Bob? Uh, uh, yeah. Close? yeah. All right. Yeah, you got it. Okay. Giorgio Maru, Maruzo. I fucked that one Close up. On. <laughs> the House by the Cemetery and Enigma and Lucio Falsi from New York Ripper and The Black Cat. Produced by Fabri Fabrizio De Anglis from Zombie Holocaust and 1990 The Bronx Warriors. Bobby, take it oh, away. Oh boy. This is going to be great. Don't the, murder the, the name. The Wait, Italian just... butchering Italian names. Here we go. Listen, let me do my. All right. Catch. Should we have Boss Man pop in if he can to do it? If you want, you want Not to not get Get Bob oh, his awesome. chance now. Come on. Catriona, McColl, City of the Living Dead, House by the Cemetery as Lisa Merrill, and as Catherine McColl. Why is there? Is there two? She has two names there. They Americanized the names when they brought it out of here. Uh, oh, okay. I was like, wait, why are there two names? David Warbeck. The Black Cat, The Ark of the Sun God as Dr. John McCabe, Cinzia Bonriel, Beyond the Darkness, Frankenstein 2000 as Emily, Sarah Keller, Antonine, Antonine, St. John, My Name is Nobody, The Killer Must Kill Again as Schweik, 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 Schweik. Uh, Veronica Lazar, Inferno, 
the Stendhal syndrome as Martha, Larry Ray as Larry, Anthony Fleas, Al Cliver, Zombie the Black Hat as Dr. Harris, Michelle Mirabella, Thunder, Demons 2 as Martin Avery, Guiana Paolo, Sakura, Sakura. Send me these notes. Send me these notes. All right, hold on. Uh, the House by the Cemetery, Tenebrae as Arthur, <coughs> Maria Pia Marsala. Yeah, I'm saying it like that. Why College, the, the Journey. Up like I don't know, man. Jill. We can never yeah. figure that out. Okay, uh, music by Fabio Fritzi, Zombie, City of the Living Dead. Cinematography by Sergio Salvati, Ghoulies 2, Cellar Dweller. Edited by Vincenzo Tomasi, Manhattan Baby, Killer Crocodile. Effects and makeup by Germano Natali, Suspiria, King Solomon's Gold, distributed overseas by Medusa Distribuzioni, runtime of 87 minutes, rated R for mature audiences, budget of $400,000, and in Italy it grossed a little over $416,000. In America it made a lot more than that. Where did we'll you get, get that, that budget later. at? Um, that's what came up on Wikipedia. Why? Oh. We can never actually get real budgets for those old films. <laughs> I mean, I'll take that. Bad budget, and it wouldn't have been dollars; it would have been lira. Right. Mm. So I wonder, oh, so yeah, I wonder what do conversion would be in dollars then? Interesting. Well, that, that's in dollars. That's not in lira. In lira, it'd been like way more seven million lira, roughly. Okay. Okay. Fair, fair enough. So, like I said, never seen this. This is my pick. I enjoyed the hell out of it, dude. <laughs> Fun as fuck. We got some you crazy watch zombies. Theaters. Isn't there like a uh, like a composer cut? cut? There is a new composer. It just cut. came out. I yeah, did not get to go see it in theater, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, no. But I did enjoy the original one with the original score of the. It's it's frizzy. It's not Goblin. So we got. Yeah, I mean, it we got some crazy jazz in there for sure. <laughs> I say some of that music was really trippy in some parts, but it was good. Like I said, you know, they threw in that scene in the bar with the jazz band just to remind you that they were in Louisiana. Hey, there's that lovely face. Uh, Frizzy definitely has a different uh, look to his stuff. No, sound to his stuff than uh, Claudio does. So can I, I got to say, coming into this movie, I love that it was period piece. I was almost hoping it was going to be all period piece. Unfortunately, it was not. Isn't this part of that trilogy, Chad? Yep, it's Mm -hmm. the middle of the the Gates of Hell trilogy. Do you guys do the other ones? We did no, not. no, I didn't even know this was part of a trilogy myself. So. I've seen the, the I've seen City of the Dead though. I've seen them all. They're they're very 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 loosely connected. It's just basically themes that connect them. You know, kind of like uh, almost like the Three Mothers trilogy with okay. very loose connections. What's the third one by chance? House by the Cemetery. House by the Cemetery. Aha! Thank you. I think Blue Underground has discs for all all of these. Yep. So, I gotta say. I mean, we got a lot of different zombies in this one. What was your favorite one? Because honestly, like I like the original one, but I think I liked Joe Joe Zombie the best. Like, <laughs> utilized him the most. I wish yeah. Joe Zombie would have been walking around shirtless, like when he got his autopsy. Because, like we were talking about, that is the hairiest corpse I've ever seen. That's yeah, yeah. That's it was, it's that's fur burger right there, baby. That's hamburger meat. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you wear outside to shovel snow. Okay, you don't right. need a shirt. That man takes his shirt off and he's got more fucking clothes on when he, <laughs> than he did before. He looked less naked with a shirt on. He does, dude. <laughs> like, 
And it's, I love that they did the fake shave, though, and everything. Like, that was fantastic. Like, yeah. That's awesome, dude. And the, the gore in this was great. Oh, they did a lot of the, uh, not slow down, but they definitely, like, sat on it and dwelled on it. They were like, mm-hmm. no, take it in. Especially the Yeah, that's scene. that's pretty on, on par for Fulci stuff. The I spider mean, scene, man. You sure. were not, like, we, make, did, uh, gloves. we did, we did a zombie, zombie film. We did zombie. Yeah. Yes, yep, we yeah. did. I think I was on for that one. I think. I was still Fuck yeah, dude! Of course, zombie versus shark, man. Like, how could you? Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. But that spider scene—if you're an arachnophobe, like that's your worst nightmare. It is, unless you kind of pay attention to the dummy spiders in the background. But if you don't, yeah. yeah. If you if you look yeah. if you look closely, I think there were only two real spiders, and the rest were all fake. You could. I you believe could see how the legs were. I think there was just two real ones. Yep. Because like this. At least that's not like ones. some Italian films where it's like a bunch of dead spiders and they're just throwing them at people. <laughs> that's <laughs> even worse. Yeah. <laughs> it's like here we don't have the, live ones here. At the same time, I gotta give credit, man, because like, I'm you know obviously this is like a whole like stage production shit. I still don't know if I could let that shit crawl on me, dude. Like I hate no. spiders. That shit would like, <laughs> I'd scream like Daniel Stern and Hollow. In fucking Home Alone, bro. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> scared of spiders, but I don't think I could have them crawl like if on me like that. I just could. At a, a tarantula, they're pretty relatively Mom. harmless, so you know they wouldn't be That's as bad. But I, I, well, yeah, I, I wouldn't want them like around my face. No. Like no. crawling up your arm, one thing, but you get the hell away from my head. But that one dude, he was doing like the daddy poke to the guy's mouth. He was like, hey. <laughs> so I mean, all right. With the first kill alone, this dude got fucking crucified in the basement. Like that was pretty fucking. Gnarly. No, that that wasn't in the basement. That was in his room. Yeah, that wasn't was in it? his room, not the. Basement. No, I see now. I okay, all right. I was confused on that because when they bring back to the uh, nails, it's in the room. But I swear they took him to the basement and nailed him in the basement, and that's where they killed him. They must have, because that's that's where all this shit started happening. Was in the basement. Right. And that would make like, more sense because the gate of hell was down there. So because I thought they dragged him down and then they put him, well, because I thought that's when they nailed him to the they nailed him to the wall, right? And then they mm-hmm. threw that like acid and shit on his face, and he sat there melting. And then they built up the shit around him to cover up his body, right? Like yeah. And what was that? What was that weird like mud acid shit they threw? Because it, it looks like, look, like I it's kind of <laughs> like you know wax or something, but then it's like melting his face. Well. It was hot liquid magma. It, oh, it's his God. version of Dale's pocket sand. Yeah! <laughs> Scoob and I were right now. It, it was just cum. It was just hot. Acid cum. It was a hot All I know is you just next thing you know, you see his face melt. It's like, I didn't know they could do that. <laughs> but not only that, but we got two acid face melt scenes in this movie, dude. Two but acid face acids. melt scenes. Three eyeball scenes. You know what? And I, eyeballs. I'm not even going to lie. I... I should have anticipated that third one with the nail through the head with the eye because the wife even called it. She's like, oh, it's going to pop out her eyes. Like, no, nah, they already did mm-hmm. two eyes. They're not going to. Nope. Fuck. They did a third eye. <laughs> <laughs> the third uh, eye what's is that the movie that uh, just came out? Is it? It's not Censor. Uh, the Last Matinee. The Killer Eats Eyes in that movie. Oh, interesting. Now so I he, like, sco- he, he scoops the people's eyes out and eats them and he keeps them in like a pickle jar with them. And he like reaches in and grabs people's eyes yeah the last matinee i think it's on shutter i'm not sure i have a disc of it like i do of everything else but uh <laughs> so he's having pickled eyes for lunch eyes yes 
the last matinee, it's called. And it's I, I, relatively as someone new who film. has eaten a pig's eyeball, they're just fatty. Just need a little salt. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, you know what? Speaking of disc, I forgot to mention. I actually picked up uh, when I went to that terrifier. They weren't open, so there was a CD shop around the corner. And I haven't been to that fucker in 20 years. I can't believe they're still even open, dude. I was so happy. But that's where I went to those mo- That's where I went to those movies, and I showed all you guys. I ended up picking up a sealed copy of the Blob, nice uh, the Arrow Ooh. release, which I haven't watched that in fucking years. I was like, oh, yes. And then they had it used. Uh, oh, that's right. Arrow did do that. They had it used. Um, oh, it wasn't 4K. I'm sorry. It was just normal of the 2013 Evil Dead for three bucks, and I was like, also yes. It is getting a 4K though soon, right? What's Evil that? Dead? The Evil Dead. Yeah. Evil Dead remake. Evil- yeah. I think already. it actually. I was gonna say I think it might yeah. already came out. I say I got it came out last month. I got the 4K Army of Darkness. They did have the, uh, they did have original Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two on 4K there though. They I believe it's nice just that one cut for Army of Darkness though. Yeah, it's the dir- oh, yeah. Um, not the director's cut, it's the theatrical, I believe. But if you get that the new uh, the Hellboy 4K, you get all the cuts. Oh. In 4K. Wait, which Hell? Which Hellboy? The first one, the good one, Del Toro interesting it's not a space thing you can actually fit two 4k cuts on a i didn't know there was four cuts of the movie i I, for uh there's two cuts there's the the, the theatrical and the directors because it it has like an extra 10 minutes of stuff while i'm talking to you i'm also playing pokemon uh (laughs) (laughs) newest one which one yeah scarlet Ooh, there you go buddy yeah nice so gentlemen i mean okay Clearly, I said, like, this is my first. Chad, Eddie, you've seen this before. Bob, you've oh, I've seen, seen this before. a long yeah, time. Yeah, same thing. What's really funny is the, my first exposure to it before I even saw it. Years and years ago, there used to be this really cool bootleg video seller um, called Blackest Heart Media. Okay. And, of course, they've since went out of business because, you know. What they sell, like VHS, DVD? VHS at first. Then they did eventually go DVD. This would have been oh, this okay. was the very, very late 90s. Early on, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, it was really funny because the guy that wrote the descriptions and the little quick reviews of all the movies, if he didn't like the movie that he was selling, he would say, this movie's a boring piece of shit. Go watch The Beyond instead. There we go. <laughs> and I, I appreciate the guy's honesty. I really wish he was still in business. Funny motherfucker. He was... Like he would, awesome. he would talk about, he would talk about the hottest girls in the movies, things like that. And this is in the fucking description of the movies. So that was my really? first real, yeah. And that was my first real, you know, exposure to this movie. So I'm like, if this guy loves it this much, I gotta go see this shit. So when I did yeah. a find, eventually, you know, find it, I think it was on, um, I think it was the Anchor Bay VHS that I first saw. It. Okay. And then eventually, I do have this. Ooh, the nice uh, slipping it out. Oh, nice, look at that! There you go. This peel. Touch What's it. That? Flick it. Let's hear the, the steel. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's solid. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's sweet. It's got, you know, it's got this nice booklet. It's got, and these are still in the original plastic, but I did take them out with all the little lobby That's cards just, and yeah, posters. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice little collectible. It's, I got Physical them. media will never die. I hope No, no, definitely not. <laughs> you say was, that as Walmart starts to pull out their physical media section. Fucking Right? That's ridiculous. It keeps getting smaller and smaller. It's like, yep. good God. I heard in the in like the middle America, it's completely gone for certain Really? States. Yep. No shit. That's terrible. That's sad. That's sad. Dude, that's why when we went, that's what, like, it was funny. So, like, when me and the boys hit that store, me and my brother-in-law, we went right to the movie section. My buddy's like, I'm going to buy CDs. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. 2008 all the way. <laughs> nice. <laughs> CDs are never good. The first time I saw this was actually 
as everybody on demand. <laughs> as Chad hates that I find it on demand. Well, that <laughs> was Bobby's magic it, fucking thing. That's his good too. On demand. No, because they get so, so many random ones, and this was a random one added to the horror section at the time. And it had the poster that was on Chad's book there. So I was just like, this, Ooh. okay, threw it on. And I remember thinking, this is really gory, and I love the visuals, but my, my I mean, we're not there yet, but I'll say it. My, the scene that, you know, was my favorite was the tarantula scene because I, I live around arachnophobes. So that just always stood out to me because I know people hate them to no end. There's one. I'm not right a there. fan. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not a fan. I had, <laughs> I, did, I had a couple of problems, a couple of questions going into this that I never noticed before. And one I did notice before, but when they, right after Joe died and it shows, you know, his autopsy and whatever, and the other corpse, uh, Schweik's corpse is there. Right. Why did they have it hooked up to an oscilloscope monitoring brainwave activity? I think that dude just wanted to do it. Like, he already knew. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, like, the only reason I could think of is just to show the audience that, that were, you know, it's gonna it was going to do something. But why in, the, in God's earth would somebody do that to a very well-decayed corpse? So then I raise you this question on top of that. In that That's same room. Movie, <laughs> say, there you go. Okay. This, you know what? This might be the same answer with that. But when Joe's wife goes in after dressing him up, which I thought was weird, I was like, man, you don't have to do that yourself. That's what you do. <laughs> quick, 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 quick. Did you notice? Did you notice the sign on the outside of the? Um, yeah, it says don't go in. Do not yeah. entry. Yeah, do not entry. No, do not do not entry. Gene, what's up, buddy? So in the scene where she's in there and she looks at the old zombie, right? She looks up and screams. And then it cuts. What does she see? I think I'm guessing she saw one of them moving or coming towards be. her. But what's really funny is afterwards, you know, it shows the uh, the acid melting her face and everything. And then it shows the puddle of gore chasing the daughter. I looked at that and like, I'm not supposed to be scary, but to me, that looks like somebody spilled a slushy. Yes. Okay. You know, it's just all over the floor. Yeah. yeah well, it's it, it looked like. <laughs> See, that's see, it just made me want to watch the blob too. And it's wrong with my slushy. It smells like ass. <laughs> ass did. Uh, it's melting away. It did look quite. Oh, damn it, dude. Now I want a slushy, Chad. God damn it. But now I you're going to question when you have a slushy now. Who like, names these oh, fucking Pokemon? in this? <laughs> Listen, bro, they're like into the thousands now, man. They just got to go with. I I'm fighting the... gumshoes. <laughs> Have you seen the new pig one that's just a pig? Yeah, I don't even try anymore, dude. I, I don't remember the name, but it's literally shoes. just a pig, dude. Like they don't even try anymore. They're like, yep, that that's a pigamon. They need to do now if you remember the, the catchphrase is always gotta catch them all. And I wanna yeah. see Ash eventually catch them all and he's gonna be like, Now where the fuck Ash am I gonna follow all these? Bro. He's Ash done. done. He's it took twenty five years, he's officially yep. the Pokemon master now. But can you, can you imagine? He's like, I caught them all. Where the fuck do I put them? He never right. got his Taurus. That motherfucker. Remember back in season one, he caught that fucking Taurus and we never seen it again. He's like, I'll be back for you. I think it was a Taurus. That fucker's waiting 25 years Man. later. Mom's been it's died of starvation by now. <laughs> Mom's getting getting banged out by uh, the doc the whole time. Like, yeah. Professor Oak is giving her the wood. Yeah, that's right. Uh, oh, right. I see what you did there. Speaking of wood, you guys want to hear from the saucy Aussie? Oh, yeah, I've been waiting for this. Hey, by the way, uh, for you guys to enjoy this before I load it up, Brody is in a super relaxed mood because he's been (laughs) 
Well, he's been a tired man. He's been doing some traveling. And, uh, that's right. So let's right. load this sexy beast up here. Hey, folks, it's your DKB here, giving you a quick motherfucking review of the Beyond. So whoever picked it this week, thank you kindly. Otherwise, wanted to see this film. Uh, so it was a good excuse to suss it out. Personally, I wasn't actually going to give you a review um, because I'm traveling Fuck across the country. Um, but, yeah, this is just going to be short and sweet. I love the fucking first five or ten minutes of this film as a period piece. I only wish the rest of the film was a period piece. And I only wish that the majority of this film sounds like it's kind of split. Farmhouse itself, that would have been so fucking cool to see uh, the killer zombies coming out of that fucking basement trying to kill motherfuckers. Um, I mean, if you definitely have a fetish for fucking eyes falling out of people's skulls, this is the film for you. I think that I counted at least fucking eight eye shots throughout the whole entire film, whether or not they were getting pulled out or just left in someone's head. Um, and, I mean, I think there was three deaths where it involved eyes falling out of fucking someone's face. Um, and there's that two true. things that I hate, and that is fucking spiders and obviously eyes coming out of someone's face. So that oh, and they combined it. Wow. One of the kills, it actually was fucking really hard to watch, even if it was a fucking fake-ass spider that looked terrible. Um, <laughs> the triantulas, it's like they didn't have enough money to get any more triantulas. I don't know, Chad will probably have something that explains that. But it's just some shit where you got real ones and fake ones. don't know, just fucking poop town. Obviously, yeah, yeah, the practical effects of violence and gore is fucking awesome throughout this. Even, like, the character design of some of the fucking um, creatures themselves. Uh, even, like, that acid on the face scene, that was off its fucking titties. Which one? Badass shit. Badass motherfucking shit. That was awesome. I think I think he means the girl. Um, that's what I'm guessing too, because that was way cinematography. Um, I don't know if I mentioned that yet, but cinematography was pretty good for what it was. It was it was pretty standard. It wasn't over the top, and it just needed to be what it was for the film, and it worked extremely well for the film. Um, the acting was a little bit fucking over the top and dull in some scenes, and then in the other scenes, it worked extremely well. It was very weird how it was able to like play off that in that situation in a certain scene that would work so well and then in the next scene then just having a conversation between two people and it just didn't feel right just felt shitty and quick and nasty even the dialogue didn't really help in this but uh, (laughs) it is what it is and i can put all that shit aside and appreciate it for what it was um it was eye candy what else what else was in it was uh, that i can talk about um, Touche. Yeah. Look, I really don't know. I'm really right. fucked up. I know he's so tired. Oh, he is beat. Oh, I'm just tired as fuck. So <laughs> that, I'm gonna have to fucking love you and leave you and give it a good score of a solid four. All I right. Like I said I really enjoyed it for what it was, even though it did have flaws. Um, I, yeah. Like there was some shit. Like, I think I said already, like, throughout the story, that just didn't make sense, but then it kind of felt like it did. It was just this really weird vibe. He's Maybe hitting his phone. Like, <laughs> yeah, a little bit in certain scenes. So just, yeah. But anywho, this is DKB signing out, and I will catch you motherfuckers next week. Cheers. 
All righty. Real quick, Let's his stop. face at what one point it looked like he was ready to take a shit. It looked like he was no, like man, he's holding just, it in for a second. I'm like, wait. He's laying down, though. I don't know he's why. He's probably trying not to pass the fuck out, dude. I know he said he's been moving like... Oh, we love you, Brody, for no, sending that I'm tired or not. We appreciate yes. it. Yes. Thank you very much, Brody. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So, boss man, thank you for joining us, by the way. Uh, yes. Hell yeah. Is there anything uh, you would like to add for general discussion on this movie by chance? Oh, uh, I will just, just random stuff here. I'll, I'll pause. Yeah, yeah. Since Chad's incognito. Uh, I will be on the machine shop this Wednesday. Yes. Ooh, nice. Is it this Wednesday or next Wednesday? Next Wednesday. Next Wednesday, the thirtieth. Next Wednesday, the thirtieth. Uh, LCE will be returning very soon. It's a little mid-season break, but we're coming back. Uh, so you guys have something to listen to over the holidays, Woo. and we will be dropping the Power Rangers podcast soon. Uh, with the oh, passing nice. of JDF, I think now's the time to do it. Uh, this was pre-recorded. We have like six episodes done. Mm-hmm. I think even some of you guys in this podcast guested for some episodes. Yeah, so it was a great time. Uh, yeah. Oh, John, we are getting uh, the Zord caught in the, the power lines as a shirt made. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's, that's Zord Ranger awesome. has one weakness. Oh my God, the power lines. Fucking uh, right. <laughs> Like the first or second episode, he takes his Zord out and he just flies it right into a fucking set of power lines and it gets stuck. And then there's a shot of the Zord. Well, yeah, because what? It was like, ah! They didn't, right? They didn't, if I'm not mistaken, sorry. They didn't didn't get the uh, Megazord to like the, what, the third episode, I believe, Yeah. Yeah, so. (laughs) You're like, how do we use this thing? What? But yeah, Uh, uh, beyond awesome film, like you guys just said, it is full on with the gore. It is on par with everything else that Fulci has done. It's pretty cool. Uh, if you guys have a chance, watch the Fulci for Fake documentary about Fulci. It's really cool. It's very entertaining. It's a little bit of a uh, comedy in there as well. It's a really good doc. Uh, as Chad said, it is part of a trilogy, so definitely go watch House by the Cemetery and uh, City of the Living Dead. And if you could watch another Fulci film, uh, it's not necessarily a Fulci film, but I believe that he wrote the screenplay, that which is uh, Wax Mask, which is his last work before dying. Uh, Sergio Stivaletti and Argento helped make that film uh, kind of like make that come to life before he died because he needed money for bills uh, in his Mm -hmm. last days. So that was kind of like, hey, if you need money, you can help us work on this project. And then that was kind of like the end of everything. But yep, Wax Mask is the last work of Lucio Fulci. And it's a pretty uh, sweet film, too. And I, I think it's on Shutter, but I can't be one hundred percent sure. It's actually on Tubi it is. right now. It's on. I say it's on demand. That's I can actually say. Of course it is. A, of it course is. it's on demand. Yes, it is, and it's actually a fun movie to watch. I will say it is. Uh, the uh, creature. I wouldn't say. I'll just say creature. Uh, effects are pretty sweet. I won't ruin it further than that. Uh, and Severn has the disc as well. Oh, nice! Hell yeah! It looks we are approaching like- Black Friday sales, by the way. Uh, within yes, the next four days, uh, we will be having Vinegar Syndrome Black Friday sales, uh, Severn Black Friday sales, all that stuff. So uh, Roadhouse in 4K is coming out from Vincent. And if you haven't oh, picked up uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 in 4K yet, it is absolutely exquisite. I got mine in a couple weeks ago, and it is something to behold. I think oh, I might shit. have to get that one now. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. So, wait, Wax Mask, filmed by Sergio's. Stivaletti. Stivaletti. So it almost kind of looks like 
He's a special effects guy normally, and he's worked uh, with Argento in the past and other films uh, as a special effects guy. I think the last uh, film that we did for LCE, uh, what was that? That was uh, Sleepless. I believe he he did effects for that as well. He's he's a pretty good director in that film. Oh yeah, this looks like some kind of like crazy fucking offshoot Terminator thing. Like yeah, it. that's that's why I said I didn't want to spoil anything. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it gets pretty wild. Uh, you, you would, John, I think you would like it. Uh, I already like yeah. the cover, dude. It sold me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there you go. <laughs> hey, Chad, speaking of a JDF topical shirt. Yeah, thank you. I, that's why I wore it. Yeah, I know, man. That was a fucking rest in peace, dude. That shit was. That shit, I feel like, probably hit a lot. A lot of people that I, I think it's a good uh, good time to bring up some mental health awareness. Uh, yes, by all I means. think that just remember that it's if you're not feeling OK, it's OK to reach out. Uh, all of us boys here, we have open mm-hmm. DMs. And if you guys feel like you need to talk to anybody, we're always here for a little chat. If you want to talk about horror, we're here to talk about horror. You want to talk about life. You want to talk about your dog. You want to talk about comic books, anything and everything. We are here to help you out. We are all human. We all have problems. We all make mistakes, but it's about getting those feelings out and not. Yep, I, I've actually, I've actually had two of our friends uh, reach out to me recently. So uh, yeah, we awesome. are definitely open to talk. And sometimes, you know, if if we're in the middle of something, you know, just kind of be patient. We will get back to you as soon as. But yeah. don't give up on us because we're not going to give up on you guys. Exactly. All. No. Yeah. Yes. By all means, if you have any, any consideration of, you know. <laughs> Any kind of suicidal thoughts, even anything leading up to that, just you know, reach out to us. We're here. You know, talk to people. It's, DMs like, are all suicide hotline. Get rid of that. Get rid of get rid of that stigma of not wanting to talk about your feelings. Just open up, man. You know, we're all here. We're all we're all human. We're all vulnerable. You know, none of this tough guy shit. You know, throw that out the door. You know, we're here for everybody. We're here for each other. We all yeah. deal with right. shit. Yeah, we, we love all you guys. So reach out. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. You remember, you're not alone. You're not alone. No, absolutely not. not. Nobody needs to like suffer through that no. anything like that. Just not on any level. There's always somebody willing to listen, whether mm-hmm. you think so or not. A five so. minute conversation could mean the world who needs it. Yep, yep. Remember you your brain's lying to you. You matter. Yes. Fucking hey, dude. I know. It's just it, it's it's just crazy, man. Because, like I said, dude, like to you guys before, like that dude is a legend. Not even just in Power Rangers in general. Obviously, that's you know helping with good thing. But, dude, just you know him starting his own fucking company, doing MMA, like all this fucking shit. You know, like dude is fucking sad loss. For sure. mm-hmm. Yeah, and he was you know so young. You know, right? He wasn't even fifty. He was forty nine. He was just mm-hmm. yeah. Because yeah. you guys said it that morning. I looked it up and like. I believe that last month he was served divorce papers at Power Morphicon, but I could be wrong. I think that's, that's yeah, that was part of the I believe part of a that. spiraling issue. Yeah. Yes. Unfortunately. Um, so yeah, and it sucks because we're just now getting all the anniversary seasons and stuff. But I think he got himself in a position where he was doing knockoff Power Rangers stuff, so that kind of excluded him from doing actual Power Rangers stuff. Mm, so he the, kind of uh, put himself in a really. Yeah, so he put yeah. himself in a weird position. So now that everybody's doing all the anniversary stuff this year with like the Power Rangers Zio and the OG cast people, even Trini's daughter's coming back. I uh, saw that, dude. That Billy, Zach. I was like, holy I'm, shit. I, I'm, I'm happy they got David Yost back because of all the, the shit. Real the real question is everybody's worried, but has anybody checked on Amy Jo Johnson? 
Yes, she posted something about him. Yeah, I saw that. Late last night, I think. Okay. No, that's, uh, yeah, it's, it's horrible. I mean, that, that, that's a big family, dude. That's yeah. honestly like, it's not like Power Rangers ever settled down once it fucking came out in the 90s. You know no, it's still going. Like, yeah, dude, like, hard. Like I said, that anniversary season's coming this year, and it's all about the, uh, the first two, uh, Ranger groups. Right. And you know how I'm many fucking, like, 30 to 40 year old motherfuckers are going to be watching that just because? Yeah. <laughs> Ding. Right here. All righty. So, Getting yeah, back, back into the junk of this. Chad, Daddy, what do we got behind the curtains, homie? Okay, so I got a little bit. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, this film was never seen in America in its uncut form until 1998 when Grindhouse Releasing tracked down the original master and restored the film, playing it at midnight shows <laughs> at selected cities. Quentin Tarantino's Rolling Thunder Pictures Ooh. released the restored DVD as it was his favorite horror film when it initially released in 1983. Oh, nice. Nice. There you go. Which, by the way, I don't. I gotta say, I'm not sure whatever cut I watched, but that shit was clean as fuck, dude. Oh yeah, they did a great job restoring it. Yeah, they did. Oh my god, what we got very here? nice. Quentin Tarantino, cinema spectacular. His new book there just came go. out, uh, I believe, this month, the first of this month. Really good. Yeah. Lots of uh, I got really hot takes right in here. that. Oh, yeah, who wrote that? Oh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Who did? Maybe this guy in the corner of the show. Maybe another yeah. guy that was sleeping. So Bobby probably has sleepy, right sleepy nap. So I got mine right here too. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you guys have it, but mine's getting hand delivered by the boss man. I know. That's true. <laughs> Possibly this week. It. We're not sure yet. And I appreciate you guys uh, having such lengthy conversations with me about the book and uh, giving me proper reviews. I appreciate it. It means the world to me. Yo, we appreciate we appreciate looking behind the curtain on this. Listen, you know, man. We're, we're the privileged ones. We got to see this from yes. inception till now. That's true, right? Like, and it's just insane to just see what it's like formed into, and it's awesome. And just to be able to like physically hold a comic to know that your buddies made this. Yeah, comic. yeah. Like, this is fucking cool. Uh, I, I wanna, <laughs> I, I'm ready to see this on the shelves. That's what I'm ready. To yeah. See. That makes sense. And we're working on that right now. I've been I was going over stuff earlier, so uh, just getting stuff ready because you know I was like, you know what, I'm going to send this stuff out, but you can't really rush it. Everything has to be perfect. You're kind of presenting this without being there, so everything's right. kind of got to speak for itself. So I'm kind of just one making everything perfect. So when they open this up, it's all self-explanatory. You know? Hell yeah, dude! Yeah. Nice. We're living, remember, we're living in a post-COVID world, so that's actually a lot more common than it was a few years ago, too. And I think yeah. having like an actual book already done, and like mm -hmm. having a product already set in, be like, okay, here, here's one is already ready to go, and here's the plans for the next right. seven. Uh so <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Not many people could say they got the next even one or two ready to go, and that let alone. Say so that was the first. That's the first time I've heard that number draft for how many were potentially planned. No shit. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. what we're at right now. Is seven seven issues synopsises are completely done. Two are completely rough drafted and ready to go. So it's just I need someone <laughs> to say, let's keep going. And uh, hell yeah. yeah, that's awesome, dude. That's what we need. Hell yeah. But yes, right. Lucio Fulci, Chad behind the scenes. Yeah, uh, Bob Murawski of Grindhouse Releasing, who restored his film in 98, is a film editor and used a shot from this film in the Spider-Bite dream sequence in Spider-Man in 2002. What? Wow. also They also used a scene of, from Darkman in that. Oh, well, yeah, okay. That really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> yeah that, that makes all the sense in the world. Uh, because of so budget constraints, cool. it was a... 
It was one of the scenes with the one of the spider bite. Um, That's rabies self-referential. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was like one of the tarantula bites was used. I think that's really cool. Uh, the DVD commentary by actors Catriona McCall and Dave Wardbeck was recorded two weeks before Wardbeck's death from Ooh. cancer. In the commentary, he talks about his illness. Really? Mm -hmm. okay. That's an interesting which know, piece. Which, knowing that, and I know that's on here, I want to see. I want to listen to that. Right. Right. Poor guy. Huh. Sorry, I'm distracted because I'm watching TJ's Pokemon in his uh, poster. In the reflection. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm like, wait a minute, what's that? It's like, yeah, that's a great fact, but what's that over there? <laughs> At least you can't see all the terrible glitching that's going on. Keep going, Chad. <laughs> the Book of Ibon, featured prominently throughout the film, is the creation of American pulp fiction author, poet, and fine artist Clark Ashton Smith, and is a recurring text associated with the Cthulhu mythos, cycle of literature initiated by the works of Lovecraft. The book, which deals with various arcane subjects, including the resurrection of the dead, demonic magic, parallel dimensions, and other black magic subjects, is alleged to have been imparted to the infamous necromancer Ibon by the ancient devil god Sathogua in a remote prehistoric epic. The book was introduced in Smith's 1933 short story, Uba Satha. So, God damn, that was yeah, That was, that yeah, was it a is. mouthful. And I butchered them. I'm going to go to hell for it because the old ones don't like the names being so, butchered like that. So, long story short, this takes inspiration from, from Lovecraft. Lovecraft. Okay. Yes. All right. Awesome. I Swedish rock band. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Swedish rock band Europe based their song Seven Doors Hotel from the first album on this film. The lyrics are a basic retelling of the plot of the film. The song became a big hit in Japan and is still a popular track at their live shows. Wait, what year did they release that track then? Do you, uh, let's see. I want to say eighty-seven-ish. I think that's when I the final would, countdown came out. Okay, yeah, that would make sense. Though. I could, I could be way later. It could have been way earlier too. I'm not even sure. You know, it was the '80s, man. You know, the nobody movie, remembers the final 80s. countdown. <laughs> uh, this uses the same library set featured in House by the Cemetery. Hmm. By the way. Um, oh no, it wasn't the librarian, but the city planner. TJ, who played the city planner in this movie in the one scene? Without looking. City planner. Oh, the old guy that was just like, uh, yeah, you go up that fucking ladder yourself. What's he from? Uh, he, he's the director of the movie, actually. That was Fulci. really? Yeah. Oh, really? I haven't watched him mm -hmm. so long. Oh. Ah. I never knew what he looked like, but now I kind of, all right. Young yeah. Fulci's interesting looking. <laughs> Older, huh. older Fulci oh, kind of looks like Romero. Yeah, but he's no Cundy. You know, that man's just, yeah. he's just a very yeah. handsome Cundy's man. a teddy bear with a beard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, real quick, that song, it was 1983. That song came out in 83 oh. on, their, on their first Oh, album. wow. Awesome. Okay, Larry Ray, Larry Ray, who plays the window cleaner, was head of the Louisiana Film Commission at the time. Huh. Oh, wow. Okay. I have a little bit of info on him, too, later on. Um. He basically acted as the translator because he's the only one, aside from Fulci, basically, that spoke fluent Italian. Oh, all right. Uh, director Lucio Fulci had his zombie star Tisa Farrow in mind for the lead in this film, but by the time by that time, Farrow had left the acting profession. Did Ebon Press do a comic version of this? Yes, they did. Really? They did a comic version of this, zombie... Um, 
New York Ripper. Yeah, there's a New York Ripper. Right now. There's a New York Ripper um, Maniac crossover. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really cool. The Maniac stuff's really nice. Yeah, Ibon Press has a re- lot of really cool titles, but they're a little on the pricey side. It's like ten bucks per issue or something. Damn. That's he right. is at his mama's house, Joe. Seat. Yes, Joe. But yeah, suss it out. There's a lot of really cool stuff that Ibon Press puts out. And they do collected versions too, eventually. Okay, continuing on. The role of the blind girl Emily was originally offered to Stefania Cassini, who played Sarah in Suspiria, but she declined it. <laughs> she Yo. declined it, and she declined it because she didn't want to wear the contacts. I was going to say, okay, those girls with these contacts, I feel like those things probably hurt. They yeah. look like they, they, they look were the, yeah, because they were the big ones too. They were yeah. just like the tiny little ones. So in other words, it probably took like a, like a, a solid minute to get them in if you were not oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> just painful, painful, painful. <laughs> what else we got, Chad Eddie? During the final scene in the Beyond's Abyss, the sand-covered bodies lying on the ground were actually stark naked street derelicts who were paid in alcohol. Hell yeah! No, that was a totally bad that payday right there. Isn't that great? That is fantastic. They just hired some like street bums. Here's a bottle of Jack. Have a good day. <laughs> That's awesome. Fucking hey, dude. Just naked bums. Here you go. Naked bums. <laughs> so, uh, Fulci decided to no longer work for Italian distributors who promoted his film Zombie due to their title fiasco trying to cash in on the success of Dawn of the Dead. He approached... <laughs> That's awesome. So he, he approached this Medusa distributors, technically making this a German production, where he intended the film to be purely a metaphysical yep. horror film with only the villain Schweik being a zombie. However, Schweik. the executives insisted on a zombie rampage somewhere in the film's climax due to zombie being a massive hit worldwide, including Germany. Fulci was hesitant at first, but afterwards agreed after being promised creative control over anything else in the film. Very much like Zombie, the film was renamed in both Germany and the United States. But unlike Zombie, the titles were original and not intended to cash in on other films. In Germany, it's called The Ghost Town of Zombies. In the United States, it was called The Seven Doors of Death and given a new score by Mitch and Ira Yuspe. And then Fulci would go make Zombie 3. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. It's amazing how that works. (laughs) Fuck that all hell. Hey, paycheck's a paycheck. Yeah. Right. Many people have assumed Emily's brutal death from her sight-seeing eye, her sight, her seeing eye dog biting her throat and ear off as gratuitous yeah. violence, which awesome. is a staple in most of his films. However, this was intended to be a visual <laughs> interpretation of the phrase "see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil." She was blinded from the view of hell, then was killed in such a brutal manner due to her warnings to Liza. Wow, I didn't get that interpretation, but I could see it. Yeah. Bob, you just lagged out. Yeah, Bob struck out. I think I heard get a minute. Give it a minute. <laughs> so I heard, and he is frozen. Very seriously frozen too. Oh, yeah. Ice. Look at that. Uh, sh- let's just we'll just you know pause him out for him to see if he comes back. But uh, oh man, yeah. If it it wouldn't be Gormore if it wasn't a shit show. That's right. Absolutely. What else we got, Chad? Anything else? Or is that mm-hmm. it? Oh, Chad's swinging. I got plenty. Uh, the German DVD, oh, nice. released, German DVD released by Astro in 2001 contains both the color and black and white pre-credit sequence. Uh, this release is also completely cut, uncut. 
The banned German theatrical version is the only version that has a colorized, a colored pre-credit sequence. The same version was also released on video by Video Medine Pool in 1982. Unfortunately, this was banned on February 27th, 86. So officially, it is no longer available except for a cut version that's only 65 minutes long. So the the German theatrical version is the only one that had a credit sequence in color. You would not believe how common that is for mm-hmm. Italian films at this time to have like weird coloring on stuff and it be completely like exclusive to this release. That I mean, release. they do on this set. It is included as an extra, but it's not on the film itself. Oh, I know so on, uh, the it. film. What have they done to your daughters? The Jallo mm-hmm. film. There's an abortion scene at the beginning of the, the, the uh, movie. And you can get it in no color, red tint, green tint, or blue tint. <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't know why. I feel like blue tint. Maybe it, green. It's like, how do you I want think to red, tint might, be a, red yeah. tint might be a bit much. Right? right? I might have thrown an extra one in there, but there's definitely like two or three options to watch that scene in different colors. It's really strange. But it exists. So, like Chad said, like there's a black and white sequence here that's exclusive to this cut, totally on par with other films of the time. <laughs> so, huh? I did like I like these. What was it? Sapia? I guess you would use Sapia. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For the beginning, I I enjoyed that. I don't know. Yeah, it, was, it was like the Wizard of Oz, but you know, way worse. Did you see that they're going to be making a new horror Wizard of Oz or Wizard of Oz? That doesn't surprise me because it was fairly horror centric to begin with, especially the original novel. So I guess, and this is all what I read from the article, but in this new interpretation, Dorothy's an elder at this point. So she's like 80 years old or whatever. <laughs> so it's her granddaughter that has to deal with it. So everybody thinks Dorothy's psycho and that she's made this shit up this whole time. Road. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm interested to see where they're going to go. I could, I could really dig a version like that, to be honest. Right. I'm still all down to see uh, Pooh, Blood, and Honey, honestly. So, like, any of these weird fucking yeah. fairy tale shits. Dude, that, tra- that trailer is so messed up. And there's that new, like, there's a new, like, horror Peter Pan coming out, Yo. apparently, or something coming out. I, they had the poster in my theater. I'm going to see it in theaters. Oh, Violent Night? Yeah, absolutely, for sure. I can't wait for that. That's going to be fantastic. Um, Anything else, Chad, Daddy? Uh, after making City of the Living Dead, Fulci sought to make a follow-up film as part of a trilogy with the Gates of Hell being a unifying theme. Simpson describes the trilogy as being loosely connected by the trope of hapless mortals literally living on top of an entrance to hell and then inadvertently falling into it. Oh, damn. There you that go. Sucks. I mean, that's pretty much exactly what this is. Holy shit, a Gyarados. Hell yeah. Pit of hell. Okay. Partway during the shoot, French actor Antoine St. John, who played the doomed painter Schweik, was replaced by Giovanni Di Nava, who played the zombified version of the character. Di Nava is sometimes mistakenly credited for playing Joe, who was actually played by a friend of Fulci's named Tonino Pucci. I mean, not for nothing, not to skip ahead. Joe is still my favorite character, man. You know why? Yeah. One scene in particular, and I'm sure you homies probably remember. But he was when it was right when he went down to the basement to see why it was flooded. Yes. Yeah, I believe her name was Martha, was the mom, right? When she uh, came yeah. up, I don't know what it was, man, but he totally gave Martha this like up and down, like, yo. <laughs> you DTF? What's the dude? <laughs> By the way, did you boys recognize Martha? No. no. Who was she? 
she was the hottest chick, uh, our pick for hottest chick for Inferno. Oh, oh my God. I would, I would have never, oh my God. Didn't even notice. At really? All. Yeah. She was the, she was the witch. I mean, not for nothing, dude. I mean, I, even all down and dirty in this, I didn't think she was bad looking. So mm, no, she wasn't bad at all. No. I even said to the wife, I'm like, I don't know what it is, man, but what is it about pissed off brunettes that just does it for you? <laughs> <laughs> Bob's laughing because he knows. Uh. <laughs> okay. Uh, the majority of the cast were English speakers while Fulci spoke Italian due to the language barrier. Much of Fulci's direction was done with miming, making faces, and moving his body in order to make the actors understand what he wanted of them. As he was a fluent Italian speaker, Larry Ray served as Fulci's translator and interpreter throughout the shoot. Nice. I can only imagine some of the body language of trying to tell somebody what to do on set. <laughs> I, I want to see that. To tell. It's like, hey! Full on art the clowning over here. <laughs> nice. What else, Chad Daddy? The special effects during the film's first morgue scene in which a bottle of acid is poured over the face of Marianne were created by effects artists Germano and Natali. To achieve the melting effect of the face, real sulfuric acid was dumped over a cast of the actress's face, which was made of a mixture of wax and clay. Sulfuric acid dissolves the latter substance. A similar mm. dummy head was created to achieve the effect of the character of Joe's eyeball being gouged. Huh. Damn. I mean, nothing like using the real thing, huh? Yeah, does, that, does, that remind, does that remind you of anything? Sure. My eyes, the goggles do nothing. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's real acid, people. So let's put on those goggles. That's right. Oh my god, the goggles do nothing. Okay, and finally, the Beyond did not see a U.S. release until '83, and it was acquired for theatrical dis distribution by uh, Terry Levine of Aquarius, releasing a New York City-based distributor who had previously handled regional distribution for John Carpenter's Halloween. Levine purchased yeah. the U.S. Distri distribution rights for around thirty-five thousand, spent an additional ten thousand on additional post-production work, which included replacing the music with a new score, as well as truncating it by, by cutting it by several minutes to achieve an R rating. Aquarius released this alternate version of the film in the U.S on November 11th, 83, under the title Seven Doors of Death, Levine estimated the film turned him a profit of roughly $700,000. So that cut version that's, in America made more than the original Italian did in Italy. Fucking oh, shit. Nice, investing dude. What? I got a Gyarados! <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, for a film shit. he got for $45,000, basically, $700,000. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's that's a, that's a nice turn. Of, right there. That's a nice turn of a profit. Hell Fuck yeah, yeah. So I wonder if that's why Frizzy's coming out now with his own version of the movie cut to his original uh, score. score. Yeah. Wow. That wouldn't make any sense, though, because Grindhouse releasing released it with his original score. You know, almost yeah, but you just ago. said that there was another version of his score as well. That's the original. Yeah, that's is, the original '83 version when the original first came out. And what's the new one? It's just called the composer's cut, right? Mm -hmm. okay. So the the movie would be altered for the to the music, I guess. Something like that. Well, now that I've okay. seen the original, I'm kind of interested. One would assume by the knows. title, but we can't just make assumptions <laughs> here. That's right. We could, but we anyway. But we can't. Um, all right. Well, thank you very much, Chad Daddy. My we pleasure. Close those curtains. All right. So on to the main questions. Gentlemen, what format was this watched on? Shutter. On demand. To be for myself. I'm surprised you didn't watch your physical, bud. 
I thought about it, but I really wanted to see how well Shutter handled, how well their presentation was. And clean as fuck. I mean, oh, that's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, dude, it was. I was honestly like overly impressed with how clean it was. I'm like, damn, mm-hmm. dude. Like, yeah, it was Is real crisp. Okay, you have Chad? No, that's the old school DVD. It's way. It's before even Blu-ray came out. Oh, nice. Yeah, I wonder if the 4K has like a really nice grain structure. One would assume because that's what the, like the, the the new TCM releases. Okay. Yeah. Like it, is, it, it even, really is it even on 4K yet? What? Is Suspiria on or not Suspiria? Is uh, the Beyond, Beyond on 4K yet? Yeah, I believe it. There's a 4K of it through Blue, Blue Underground. Hmm. I can double check, mm. but uh. All right. Um, douche of the film. Douche of the film. Uh, I never had. A, I don't. I don't have a solid. They're really, for they're really, I'm, I, the only ones I could think of would be the uh, the people that killed Schweik in the beginning. <coughs> yeah, but then you would but just. But they were just. Group, but yeah, I don't know. But that was like well, witch hunt. I don't know. I don't really... think there. I don't think there's a definite douche of this movie. <laughs> Honestly. Mm. Sure. I'll give it to Zombie Schweik. Premiering oh, wait. this fall in a theatrical release from Grindhouse, the Beyond Composers cut featuring Fabio Farisi's new score, so a completely different oh. one, Chad. For the Beyond with a brand new 4K presentation from the oh, original okay. negative. So I wonder if there's gonna be a new release. Possibly. I would say most likely. Yeah, so I guess I was wrong. I'm just thinking about the other films that do have a 4K release, which are uh, House by the Cemetery and City of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. Huh. So this one, they must have been waiting for this new cut and this new uh, score. Then they're going to do it. I'm okay. hoping they, I would I'm really hoping they have, both, I'm so, have both scores available for it. Just for reference, what to expect from a new 4K would be uh, higher contrast in colors, and the grain structure would be more prevalent on screen. Like You would actually see the grain and be real tight together. It would be more a representation of like uh, what the film would look like whenever it would be uh, shown in theaters. Right. Hell yeah, yeah, dude. All right. All right. So I'm going to go for douche. And I'm sorry to do this, but I'm going to go with Dr. John McCabe because I think it was him. But it, towards the end, instead of using anything else to break out a window, we're going to use one of the bullets that we have very little of to shoot out the window. <laughs> and not only does he shoot out the window, but then he kills his friend because he shoots the window out who gets stabbed in the face with three pieces of glass. So I'm which, gonna go with the... which, by the way, when did he reload? Never. It's a, it's a movie. They never reload. He ran, out of, he ran out of bullets, and then all of a sudden, he magically has bullets again. That's it's like Starship That's Troopers. The... He, hit magic. he hit Axe, and he went like this. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then fucking kept going. Fucking A, dude. Uh, okay, yeah, that's actually a fair douche if you're going to go there. But yeah, yeah, because that guy that's didn't get killed by any... That's, that's a very that guy didn't get douche. killed by any zombies or anything. He, got, he was actually like, hey, I survived, guys. We made it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> oh, all right. So that leads us to favorite kill. There was a lot. Oh, uh, homegirl with the head, the hole in the head. All oh, right on the uh, the nail. Mm. It's a good one. Third eyeball scene. All right. I like the acid mm. face melt myself. Yeah. For Which one? Wise, yeah. The first one. Not 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 uh, not Schweik. The uh, the the mother. The little oh, girl's okay. mother. That was a good one. 
Yeah, especially considering that well. they used real sulfuric acid for that scene. Awesome, fucked. And then somebody, and then somebody that. spilled their slushy. I think I might. Anymore. I think I might actually go with our first guy, Spike, dude. Right off the bat, that was pretty fucking gnarly, man. Getting nailed to the fucking wall, just fucking pissing out blood. Nailed to the wall. Nailed uh, to the wall. And then funny, fucking had okay. acidic cum thrown on his face. Dude. Okay, like, so fu- funny thing about we're talking cum. about. It's talking about the different kills in this movie and shit. Okay, so when it showed Emily in her apartment, it showed all the dead people around her. And it showed that dude, Arthur, before you even knew he was dead. Thank you, because like, I was like, wait, oh, when did he fucking die? About right? Yes, yeah, I was like, like, wait a minute, when did he die? I'm like, I didn't see him. And then his fucking corpse, his dead body comes up and tries to drag uh, what's-her-face down yeah, into the I'm basement. Yeah. That's, that's what you call that, that movie magic so again. That dude was so sweaty in his scenes. He looked like the fucking rock from Fast and Furious. Oh, dude. I gotta go to work. <laughs> See you guys later. <laughs> yeah, thanks for stopping in, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Love you, buddy. Love, Love you, guys. Later. Have a good Dry evening. Steve. Yes, you too. Awesome. It's always a good time He's... to have Boss Man on the show. That was a real treat having him on here. It was. It's, a, it's been a minute. Yeah, it's been more than a minute. It's been two minutes. Um. Okay, so... Yeah, that, that, that first kill, I feel like it just... It set the good pace of the dude, and not even just the kill, but that dude was getting fucking lashed with those fucking chains and shit. You got yeah. a lot of gore right from the get go, dude. Yeah. On this motherfucker, it doesn't. And it doesn't. Like, and it doesn't. Really makes up. me wish it was in color. At the same, yes like, and no. Honestly, like I like that sapia shit, dude. I don't know, like you, I probably could have did the whole movie with that. Now my wife, she did not. As soon as it changed color, she was like, "Oh, thank God." No, if it was a period piece, it would, it would definitely make more yes. sense than that. Dude, I don't know what it is, man, but I am all for horror period pieces, dude. Like, just, I think they're cool if, as fuck. If they're done right, yes. Well, yeah, 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 obviously, that's anything, but. All right, so that leads us to best scene. Tarantula scene for me. I might have to agree with you, Bob. That is a pretty fantastic scene. Not yeah. only for, like, just gross, but also hilarious at the same time because of the fake spiders in the back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, tarantula scene one million percent. I I gotta say my favorite scene was actually that real quick scene when they left the house to go at the end when they go to the hospital or whatever, and like each window lights up and then you see a figure and then lights up and a figure. Oh, like at the very end scene, dude. Like you know what? That, that was, was a really cool creepy. That was a really creepy scene. That was cool as shit because it reminded me of my little like animated haunted house for halloween dude where it does that too and each window lights up and there's like a different little zombie i'm like yeah. oh, oh you know what i really Chad, like that chance stole my vote i do like that oh, a lot. That was all right fair sorry about spider scene was good though because it still gave me the heebie-jeebies if they had oh, more real spiders that would have been a winner okay fa- yeah, fa- fair enough i can i can do with that so i'm saying dude like everybody laughs at me but i'm telling you man like my ultimate fear is if Eight-legged freaks legitimately happened. I would fuck it. Like, nope. I would fuck. I would have like machete. I would have fucking weapons everywhere. Like, nah, fuck that shit. I'd be, I'd be Arnold Schwarzenegger with the minigun. Just, I'd be making Molotov cocktails just for the ready, dude. (laughs) Fuck that shit. Anyways, so yeah, opening scene. Hook you in. Fuck yeah, dude. Yes, yes. One of the the best opening scenes ever. So, so really, really. Clean as oh, shit out of me. nowhere. I love that dudes are just running through a house with lit torches. I'm like, right. 
safe by any means. <laughs> I was thinking that too. Then I'm like, well, this is like 1937. I so know. I it makes a little bit of sense, but it, it was it was a weird. Was it even? I thought it was in the 20s. Was it 37? Was it? I thought it was 37. Uh, it was wait, wait, 27. No, 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 no. It? it was 1927. Okay. Was, yeah, I say 20s, and then I thought it jumped to like 81 or 80 or something like that. Um, yeah. But no, I don't know why that made me laugh. I was like, these motherfuckers just running through with torches in the house. <laughs> what, if, what if one of them just like somehow. went to? What if one of them just got too close to a curtain? Boom. That's what I'm thinking. Well, dude. Just some hotel gone. Well, yeah, but see, back then, yeah, but back then they could rebuild shit with their hands, so they'd be like, "Oh, I'll just rebuild the house." Bullshit. They would have let that shit burn down, and they're like, "Yeah, dude." There was no way they could have put that fire out. They would have had a fire department, a really good no, fire department back then. No, there's nothing there. That would have been a line of dudes with a bucket. Yeah, it's that a bucket brigade. That's all it would have been. Fucking it, dude. We right. ten more buckets, please. So, most attractive character. I like the lead girl. I thought she was pretty cute. You know, the wife. I gotta agree with my wife. That woman had about as emo, as much emotional like difference in her face as like Kristen Stewart does. So, she was cute, but like I don't know. I actually very, thought the blind girl was really cute too. I thought they kind of looked very similar. It was they very. I, I I got and then there was like. Wasn't there another blonde girl? I got confused for a sec because I uh, almost thought there was the three blonde girls. So I was like, wait, what? But no, there was I think I might be confusing you know, the little girl. I'm, 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 I'm I think I might just give it to the 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 Martha. I that's where because, I'm going, yeah, dude. I think so. I think because honestly, I feel like I'm Joe in this situation. And <laughs> yeah, dude, like, you know, Joe is feeling that out. So were she and Arthur, were they like brother and sister? Was that I don't think no, that was Arthur really was her son. Oh, was he? Oh, yeah, yeah. I just don't know why he's so sweaty. So sweaty. Why are you so sweaty? sweating, dude. He looks like he like he took one of those hot shits, dude, where you got to take all your clothes off and you're praying to God. You're like, I'll never eat that again. I'm sorry, dude. He he looked like he was going through heroin withdrawal. Yeah, he did, dude. Holy fuck! He was buckets of sweat. Oh, I mean, gross. Never mind. I mean, it was early eighties. He might have been. Who knows? Maybe he was. Just, I mean, I'm, maybe he was really liking that blonde, and he just was sweaty chin beard dude. You know what I mean? He's just sweaty chin beard dude. Eighty one. <laughs> maybe maybe he just he was just beating it ferociously, and she walked in on him. That's why he was acting so weird. Okay, oh, that, that I didn't even think about that. <laughs> now that's that's sweat- what's gonna be. He was sweating as hard as that guy from Airplane. Okay, it was just I was looking for the keys. <laughs> yeah, he was. he was sweating. <laughs> You are not wrong. Oh, oh God. Uh, okay, so did the score set the mood? Yeah, I think it, it did. It did its oh, job. Set the mood, and then some of it was a little bit wonky. Yeah, that's, but, uh, yeah some, some of it set the mood, and some of it made me go, I don't know if that fits, but okay. At least it wasn't like, what was it? Um, was it Last House on the Left where they used like fucking circus music? And it just really yeah, destroyed the mood? Yeah, it's yeah not, that yeah. was awful. But no, this is like this has like the kill scenes, but then the kill scenes that when they show the elongated, like let's say the spider scene, like we get to see the spider actually eating the dude. Yeah, that's when you get into like that weird funky jazz kind of shit, dude. Yeah. So I'm like, like oh. I'm not really sure, like, because I'm like, I'm definitely grooving the, on the music, but we're watching this dude get mutilated by spiders. The sound yeah. effects in that scene were just so bizarre. I'm like, am I listening to a fat guy eating a bag of Lay's potato chips or something? What, bro? It was bugles. And some fucking crunchy. That was it. And then, <laughs> it was something really crunchy. 
and okay. was, so, and like they were just like chewing it with their mouth open because it sounded moist. All right, so so the music of that scene where the the spider scene is like maybe you guys have seen the meme where you see the guy dancing, he's like this. Yeah, yeah. And his and his buddy's watching him like this, like he's like, what? <laughs> that's Spider-Man. exactly that. That's exactly what that is. It. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> so I don't think there's a best song in this. I'm, I'm just gonna I give remember. it to that jazz song that the, the band was playing when they oh. were on the bar. Yeah, there you go. That, yeah. Whatever the fuck that was. That was pretty cool. That's just, I like it. It's called freeform jazz. Yeah, yeah, basically, you know. yeah. Yes, flute. All right. Um, favorite character. We know you're gonna Joe. go with Joe. Yeah, Joe. No, I'm, yeah, I'm Joe. Joe as well. <laughs> yeah, Joe wins that one hands down. All right. Uh, I think I think I'll give it to the blind girl Emily just because you find out at the end that she escaped from hell to try and warn them. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Which I, I like wish we would have got more exposition on that. I wanted some more background on that. Like, right? Because like hook. that was her like in the sapia reading from the book, right? So like she was in the twenties. Like I got I, that kind of confused me, but hell yeah! All right, and I just got to give it up to that actress just for dealing with them fucking context. Yeah, Dude, those had to have been painful. They look painful oh, just looking. They at looked them. like they looked like bottle caps in their yeah, eyes. Yeah, they were like that fucking thick. Yeah, like, like when that, you can see the edges in the eye, they're too they're too thick. You're just like, ow. <laughs> All right. Uh, was it scary? Um, no, not for not for all. I could see, given the time, and I could definitely see gore wise, it would definitely be like wincing and like if, oh. if you're really if you're really afraid of spiders to the point that even f- obviously fake spiders freak you out yeah okay that i could see all right yeah, i can give if you you're that. an arachnophobe fake or real you don't want it like Dude, poor brody and especially if you don't like eyeball scenes or you know spiders eating your eye that's how so, fucked it up is dude like i love the movie arachnophobia but god damn that movie fucking gives me the heebie-jeebies like <laughs> my uh, girlfriend's the same way she's like, can we watch Arachnophobia one night? I'm like, don't you hate spiders? She's like, well, yeah, but you're here. I'm like, honey, if that spider's on the bed, we're not sleeping in the bed, okay? Like, I, I just know, always I, think of that end scene, dude, when they all just start coming out of the house, dude. Yeah. And just like, ha, oh, ha. Oh. That's the worst scene. And I was afraid of spiders yeah. back then. And that terrified me. Dude! Like, sp- the, the worst scene, the the worst like, scene oh. was when he was trying to sneak out the window and they're just like, slowly coming down on our fucking yeah. beds. Ah. Right? And I think that's. It's the one movie where every single spider in that house scene was a real spider. Mm-hmm. I'd hate to be the, even the I don't want to be the wrangler for that movie. Like, okay, guys, let's get all the spiders out. It's like, yo, go fuck yourself, man. They in the wild. I, I remember seeing like the behind the scenes when they made it and how they wrangled them. They used fucking hair dryers to get them to move a certain direction. So they leaf blowed the spiders. Basically, ah. like the, they would put on like the low setting, and the spiders didn't want. They were like you know, trying ah, to get away from the heat. Yeah. So they went the opposite direction. We all know there's a few hundred that got away. (laughs) Right? Oh, man. Okay, so... Does it hold up today? I... Uh, I would say, yeah. So there is... Is the one from 2018 actually a remake? Or is it just a movie with the same name? I don't think it's even connected. I think it's just the same name. Okay, fair enough. Um... It's questionable because I want to say, like I said, the video, the, the version I watched was super fucking clean. Mm-hmm. So for that reason, I want to say almost yes. Now, there are some like maybe 
certain settings with the 80s but honestly like i think it was still a solid watch you know what i mean for never yeah. watched it so what i didn't understand is these this was this was an english speaking cast okay that seemed to be speaking english but it was still dubbed i was just thinking that i'm like yeah, was it dubbed yeah, dude you could tell Espe- it when especially when the blind girl emily's talking her the words yeah don't you're match right her lips. you're right you're right but it didn't yeah weird that is weird Actually, Maybe just because of sound edits and shit, so they had to redub it. If know. that wasn't, if the dub wasn't there, I would actually well, say, you know, it was, maybe, it was fine. Maybe because when he filmed it, it was dubbed over into Italian, and they had to redub it into English. Possibly, oh, maybe. I can see that? I can see that. Okay. Because uh, there was another film that we watched where that was done. Where it was. Oh my god! What was that? Was that in that? Was that Inferno? No. Maybe. I think it was. I, I, I thought it was. was I feel it was a movie when we watched around that timing, though. Because yeah, it was, it was, an, Italian, it was an Italian movie where they didn't record. But it was something where they they double dubbed it. It was weird. Or, yeah, because yeah, it was know. it was spoken in English, but they didn't actually record the lines, and then they dubbed it over into the original language, Italian. Yeah, it was weird. Was it Inferno or was it? It wasn't the third one, right? I don't think or, it was Mother of Tears. No, Mother of Tears no. was pretty. So that's I want to say it might have been Inferno. Honestly. I think it was. Not yeah, I don't remember. Because I feel like I remember the girls talking in. Like, no, Heather, it wasn't pieces. It was it was more recent. One of our yeah. more recent views. No, I want to say because I think it's I specifically remember the scene where these two girls are talking like in the little center of town area. It's specifically really noticeable. I yeah, yeah, wait, yeah. wait. Um, no, uh, it was torso. Yeah, that's was it. it. Torso. It's torso. That might have been it. Because that's the scene that you're talking about. Because that was right yeah, at the beginning. That's yeah. Yeah. I think that was it. It's torso. Am I blending the movies? I'm probably probably you okay. Blending. I it happens a lot. Stoner. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, how was the acting? I say it was, it was decent. It was, it was pretty decent. decent. Did what they had did, did what they had to do. So it was, it was good. Um, cinematography. Nothing to write home about. Try to remember <laughs> if there's any specific shots I really enjoyed. Standard. Uh, the one shot I really liked was uh, when she first leads Joe into the basement. And everything you see, like it's just reflecting off the water instead of having the camera on them. Okay, I thought that, I was, thought that cool. was a pretty cool shot. That was cool. I liked it. Hmm. And again, like I said, the, that scene where they leave the house and each individual window light comes on—that like, was cool. Yeah, that, that was definitely that was a, that was a nice shot. All right. So, and did you enjoy the premise? Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Yes. Very hotel. Very bleak. Very bleak. hotel dealing with uh, portal to hell. It's. I feel like it's a lot. I feel like we've watched that premise a few different times, and every time we've really enjoyed it. Yeah. So. You know, here's Did something. Here's something I always thought kind of funny is they make these movies like this, and it always has like a portal to hell or a gateway to hell. And it's like some American city, and I don't know why. I always just felt like something like that would be in like an older world type country. Like if you figure that would be more like you know Greece or something. I don't know. Well, they also some, a place that has a lot more history. Well, remember, evil wants to sometimes get to the modern world. Hmm. I mean, well, let's let, I mean, you could just even go back to the, um, the mother's trilogy and, you know, that's three different areas all over the world that essentially yeah. would conjure evil. So, and again, one of them was New York city. I, I mean, I kind of like the idea and I don't, I, I could be wrong, but like, did you guys see the new pet cemetery or no? No, I, I heard mixed things about it. I think, and I, 
I could be way off. I heard that they don't use the normal trope of like, ooh, Indian burial ground. But the fact that like just the land in itself is evil. But they mentioned that the natives that were there knew that the land was evil. So they didn't fuck with it. I think that's how they talk about it in this one. I like that idea. You know what I mean? Like, it does, even if, let's just say, like, this area was even completely undiscovered, like, there's still some weird evil portal in the middle of it just for no fucking reason. Like, I don't know. I think it's kind and of. And then cool. some schmuck builds a hotel on top of it. That or a mining town. Or, yeah. That was intentional. That's right. All righty. So. Recycle, rewind, remake, or reboot? Rewind. Honestly, I'd probably rewind this one. I've, yeah, I've seen a few times I rewind it, and I'd, I'd kind of like to see how where it would go if they did remake it, you know? Yeah, yeah I feel like if a remake with this, like, you could uh, clean up some things so it's not so, like, abrupt or maybe just explain things a few a little bit more. Yeah. Obviously, the gore can go way fucking over the top in comparison yes, now. Um, and, obviously, way better context for our actresses. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, uh, make you imagine seeing that face melting scene with like brain splooge fucking chasing her now and shit like that. Like, I wonder what that would look like. Uh, don't. Oh, that's body. Oh, I think it's cool. That's body melt for you. Fuck right. All right, so Brody start us off with a solid four for the Beyond. So, uh, Bobby, where do you got, bud? I'm actually going to give it a three point seven. Three point seven. That sounds good. All Chad, right. Daddy. I'm with Brody. I give it a 4.0. Solid four. And I'm going to come in with a 3.5, which is nowhere near to say that's bad by any means, just lower than the boys. But I definitely enjoyed it for a first time viewing. Um, and if I was going to suggest any Italian movies, I feel like this would definitely be on my list for suggestions. So, well, yeah, man. I mean, obviously, dude, like the ones we've watched personally were my bag, but this shit definitely is, dude. Bring it in with Agreed. the body horror for sure. So, um, we never got a Scoob score, did we? We did not. Fuck. All right. Sorry, Scoobs. Uh, no disrespect. So divided by four, we have a 3.8 for not 1981's bad. The Beyond. All right. Oh, that is full. Hell yeah, dude. That shit's in the bank. I got an- another movie I've never seen in the belts. What are we reviewing next week, boys? Next week is Bobby's last pick that we have on schedule, and that is The yes. Toolbox Murders. Okay. I've never seen this movie as well. Neither have I. Oh, really? 1978 yeah. film. This was a, a movie that I literally had heard people talk about all the time, and I love the trailer, or the not the trailer, the poster, and I'm like, yeah, we're going to review that. Now, where can oh. we find this? Uh, on Tubi and Pluto, and looks like everywhere else has it on premium subscription. I think you can find it on Shutter too. So yeah, it could be on Shutter too. I don't. I wish Google would actually tell you if it was on fucking Shutter. Well, right? Google can be. They'll a- do like, hey, we can do everything. But Tubi's got it. And honestly, I'm not gonna lie. Tubi's on, the poor check. man. Tubi is the poor man's Shutter, dude. Like I swear to God, because the horror selection on Tubi is fan fucking tastic. I'm. Never been upset by it, but that's fair. Hell yeah! So, body, that is uh, that is your pick, nineteen seventy eight. You said never seen it. I've never seen it. See, see. All right, I and... had to find my remote. My daughter was playing with the. Okay. Oh, you're good. 
So search. Uh, toolbox murders. 1978. It is on Shutter. All righty. There you go. So that's going to be our last November pick. And then we are going to have to start finding some Christmas movies. Which are few and far between. Yes and no. I think we might have to like either start expanding our... T- we got, I think we might have to start going a little bit farther back in time and maybe a little bit more like closer to present time as well. We might. I can do that. Because, like, well, I mean, I'm just looking at a list right now, and there's a lot of shit I still feel like we personally haven't seen. Give me two minutes. You're probably right. Like, I don't know what Red Christmas is. I've never seen that. Uh, The Lodge is popping up. Never seen that. Uh, Silent Night. I, you know what? I did like the remake of Silent Night. I enjoyed that. That was good. No, that 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 was a fun movie. I, I... Yeah, we're gonna actually have to write down what we uh what we have watched and then go from there. Honestly, because yeah, that's what we it's what we need to do because I'll forget what we've watched and I'm like oh let's watch that. No, we did that already. It's like oh okay. I mean that horror Grinch movie looks fucking phenomenal. I think we if that was able to happen, let's do. That. Like here's a movie called The Cadaver Christmas. <laughs> okay, that sounds comedy. like it's got to be watched. That's got to be watched. A maybe I don't know. A Cadaver Christmas. Ooh. Oh, it's a zombie movie. Okay. So we're looking at like really, really schlocky type movies now. I mean, I'm not a po. Listen, bro. We watched Ginger Dead Man, so I mean, we're kind of been in the schlock for some Christmas already. Yeah, we did. We did hit the bottom of the barrel last year. We we'll, we'll, we'll see what we can find. Well, what did we do last year? Last year we did Gremlins. We did yes. uh, Silent Night. Uh, no, no, we did. That was we two did, years ago. We did um, Ginger Dead Gremlins. Man. Gremlins. Ginger okay. Dead Man. Uh, Jack Frost. Oh, we did ooh, do yeah, Jack yeah. Frost last year. I think because we had Bossman on for that episode because I remember he always wanted to really do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we did Rare Exports, which was one of the worst movies I've ever watched. Did we do that last year? Was that uh, two yes, years I, ago? That was, I don't know. It was horrible I'm regardless. Not, I, I think that was yeah. two years ago because Bossman did that with us because he gave me a lot of shit for that. Dude, that movie was terrible. It Wait, was. Did, it was. But, did, we you know, watch the, did we watch the, the new Krampus movie? Yes. We, yeah, we did we that. Did. Uh, two, a couple we years also ago. did that two years yeah, ago or three okay. years ago. I'll have to go through our list and just see what we've done and then that way we know to check it off from that but all right so next week toolbox murders before we wrap this up was there anything nerdy you gentlemen want to bring i got nothing this week i mean so. we, we already discussed you know jdf passing which uh, sucked yeah, yeah. I, the other passing that we have which um not to rain but a lot older but uh james winburn who was the original oh. Michael myers stuntman he passed away. He was actually supposed to be at the last Monster Mania, but canceled due to illness, let alone a week later, he passed away. So he was, you know, I mean, it's never fortunate when people die. He was 85, so he had a, a much longer life. Right, but, right. yeah, that was the other passing also this week. Oh, and um, the girl from Jeepers Creepers 2, the blonde girl, also passed away. First I'm one. Not mistake. Second. No, she's the second girl. Oh, and... Uh... I don't know if it's the same girl, but she was the original Ruby in Supernatural. 
don't know if you remember her, John, but she passed this weekend. Fuck off. Wait, 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 The blonde, uh, the original blonde the new, rookie. The one that was in the new, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street? No, 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 no. That was, um. Oh, no. Oh, Meg. Wait, was... The first Meg. Sorry, not Ruby. Meg. First Meg. Oh, the one that got Nikki, Nikki Acox. Nikki Acox yeah. passed. Nikki Acox. After battle with leukemia. Yeah. Uh... Is that the same one, Bobby? Yes, she was had a role in Supernatural and Jeepers Creepers. Died at the, okay, that's the same age of four, Died at the age of forty-seven due to leukemia. What was her last name? Acox. A y c o x. No shit. Oh, that stinks. It's been a minute since I've seen Jeepers Creepers, so I didn't even remember her being in that. That's where I knew her from. So that's how I knew. But um. No shit. Oh, I don't. I do not have too many things. The only thing, all I have to say is, it's the most wonderful time of the year, and that's mashed potatoes and stuffing time. Yes, but the day after Thanksgiving, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special comes out on Disney Plus. Oh, nice! Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. So watch that this week, because it definitely sets up Guardians Volume 3, which comes out next year. I will be suiting up as a Ghostbuster this weekend, doing the Christmas parade. Nice. Always. Uh, uh, real quick. Oh, 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 Um, that reminds me. Quick, quick thing. You mentioned, did you just see the next update for the Ghostbusters game? You'll be able to customize your name tag on your uniform. Yep. So they'll have uh, classic names, and then they're going to add a prestige system. Mm Mm-hmm. And the colander you'll be able to get from prestiging. Yeah, after you reach level 100, which I'm I'm not even halfway there yet. I'm at 68 right now. I'm 40 something. I might be close. Bob's like, fuck you! I just started. Yeah, I'm at. Oh, you'll level level up. You'll level up fast. Don't worry. I know. Well, that's trust me. All I need is a few days, and I'll be like, yeah, bitches. Yeah, uh, play play as many games as you can with bots. You know, go through the storyline. The storyline's really cool. Yeah, no, I've loved it already. So I'm so ready for it. Um, awesome. Real quick, speaking of Christmas movies, it's not a horror Christmas movie, but our man Bruce Campbell is in a Hallmark Christmas movie. I saw my, that. My Southern Family Christmas. I saw I that. You, but listen, listen. If we can somehow watch that and review it, I know it's not horror, but just the fact that it's Bruce Campbell. I you know love, I love when up. he comes up in straightforward roles like that. We fucked up. We should have watched, now that you say that, we should have watched Black Friday. Oh yeah! Damn, why did ah? Oh. That's a we that could that could be our first Christmas movie. Yeah, that could be. let's make that. Yeah, let's do that. You want to do that for our first? Let's do Black Friday. I mean, yeah, that's always kind of a yeah, good way to bring in the season, every... right? Naturally, yeah. Let's do that. Different. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Hold on. I'm gonna add. I'm just interested to see where it's actually streaming at. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because I've been waiting to see. I I never watched it last year. Yeah, let me let me log into my docs, and that'll be December fifth. Oh yeah. Oh okay. So now I gotta. Yeah, Black Friday, Bruce Campbell. All right, it's on there. Oh, it's on uh, Roku channel, premium subscription, Amazon, Stars. Okay, cool. Hell yeah! Oh, it's dude. on Stars. Cool. I have the Stars app. I'm, uh. Few weeks ago, they get they gave an offer. You know how Stars is like I don't know twelve ninety nine a month. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. 
I got 10 months of stars for 1999. Holy fuck. Oh, nice. Nice. That's a, that, that's, that's a deal. A, that's a, yeah, that's a hell of a deal. Oh my God. That's a hell of a deal. Awesome. I couldn't say no to that. All right. So we have our first Christmas pick too. That's cool. Uh, I hope Steve doesn't mind. <laughs> I don't I think he's going to love it. And I, I really feel like that is going to, uh, you know, set a good, good mood. Yes, I, I've, I've never seen it, so I have high hopes. Right. Yeah, I'm, well, yeah. If that, if you guys want, that'll be my pick for Christmas, and then you four, you three boys can uh, pick the other ones and okay. go from there. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Sweet. That seems very fitting for me too, with the horror comedy starting it out. So. Yeah. <laughs> it does. What's not? Fuck Eddie, yeah, right? And Michael Jai White, dude. Fucking fantastic. Oh. <laughs> And Devin Sawa, bro. This is going to be a fantastic fucking movie, man. You know, I, I still got to say as, as much. I, I freaking love Black Dynamite. That's my favorite Michael Jai White movie. Black Dynamite movie is fucking awesome. <laughs> it's such a fun movie. Hell yeah. All right, boys. Well, I think it's time to wrap this shit up. So, Bob, if you want to start us off, homie. This is your killing machine, Bobby Amon, saying happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We will see you next week. And it'll be the Christmas season. Toolbox. Yeah, members. buddy. See you next week. All right, this is your Dark Lord of Knowledge, your Chad Daddy, saying, everybody, enjoy your turkey day. Gobble, gobble, bitches. See you next week. And this is your not-so-mean fluff master scream saying, happy Thanksgiving, Gorehounds. I hope you guys have a great, great holiday. Tune in next week for Toolbox Murders. And, of course, stay fresh, cheese bags. You sensitive asshole. Penis.